0: Hey, what's up, this is Ryan Cabrera. Let's go back to the best. Hey Grace.
1: Yeah, David. Do you wanna go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back Back to to the the best. best. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best, I'm David. And I'm Grace and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s which is also known as The Best Times. To all of our
2: first time listeners, welcome and to all of our former besties returning,
1: welcome back. This is a huge episode.
2: I feel like we need like music mm-hmm. like
1: ding 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 like you know beep 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 bing 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 oh i
2: loved the transition from a beep Mm -hmm. to a bing
1: Mm -hmm. a beep and a bing and vibrato at the end
2: from a beep to a bing the story of (gasps) bttb
1: you guys it is our 200th episode 200 episodes did we really do that many episodes
2: Apparently, according to our um, our team here at BTTV, we mm-hmm. have. And you know what? I've never had a glass of wine while we record, but.
1: David has a glass of wine, so I just picked up my water that's near me because I don't have a glass of wine at the moment, but my pinky is out. So that's all it's matters. at least fancy. We're enough. so fancy. We never drink without our pinky. <laughs>
2: You know, the um, video or the pictures, like the paparazzi pictures, and it'll be like, celebrities, they're just like us. And it's them like eating a burger. Mm -hmm, It's just mm -hmm. us always obnoxiously (laughs) with our pinky out.
1: (laughs) David and Grace, they're just like us.
2: Yeah, we we would never be in the celebrities. We would just be in. um, Oh, no. Mm -hmm. I don't know where we would even be.
1: We'd be in the like, they're just like us category. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no, that's the celebrities. They are us. They are us.
2: Like, toys are us. Mm A 90s staple.
1: We always bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this is this is our two hundredth episode. We we started this podcast many moons ago in my closet at the studio apartment I lived in at the time. We you've
2: you've moved twice since then, which is crazy.
1: I've moved like three times. I think Mm
2: -hmm. wait one
1: two the three times three times three times one two three. Um, We had, which we still have, but our first microphones, if if you're a longtime listener, you know this, we had to specifically hold them in one spot with the label facing up or else we sound like garbage. So that's a fun tidbit.
2: Yeah. You know what? I will say we started this not knowing anything about podcasting and look at us now. Nothing,
1: nothing, 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 nothing.
2: We have a feeling that there might be some new listeners this week because last week, we, of course, did our interview with Kim Rhodes, who played Carrie mm-hmm. Martin in The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And it was our first viral press moment ever of Back to the Best, B-T-T-B.
1: If you don't follow us on TikTok, we're just Back to the Best on TikTok. Yeah, give us a follow. Hi. Give us a follow. Hi. Um, We just put up a little clip from the episode. We tend to do that after the episodes. If we record on Zoom, we grab a clip. And it really resonated with people. And it went viral. Viral. And I then- think- A lot of different, are they, would you say news sources? What are they? Articles. Yeah, outlets. Articles, outlets. Picked it up.
2: I feel like we need to change our intro to just like a, hi and welcome to As Featured in People Magazine, Us Magazine, Us 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 Weekly, I mean. uh, Entertainment Weekly.
1: (laughs) This all truly just happened in the last 24 hours. That's why I have my wine. David Huss's wine. We were we were in Entertainment Weekly. We've been featured in People Magazine, OK Magazine,
2: OK Magazine, um, Bustle.
1: Mm-hmm. There, there are other ones. We were very overwhelmed by the whole process. But if you happen to be here because you read about us on one of these articles. maybe you watch the TikTok and this is your first episode really we're sending you the warmest welcome we're so happy that you're here and it's the 200th episode like this is a great time to join the fam
2: and one more just very big thank you to kim rhodes for being on last week and really is the person who made that happen
1: she really was we had the best time talking with her and if you listen to the interview you can hopefully get this vibe as well she was so easy to talk to.
2: And there's just something like looking back, since this is our 200th episode, looking back at like the different parental figures we've had on, they have I all know. met our expectations and beyond. Like Kim as the mom from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. We had Holly Folger, was Aunt Judy in Xenon. Um, mm-hmm. And Lisa and Walter, who is, of course, Chessie in The Parent Trap. All of these people, just as nice as we could have ever imagined.
1: Oh, my God. It's... We say it every time, but our younger selves would absolutely be dying, and we really are still to this day. We we can't believe it that we've gotten to talk to some of these people that we love so, so, so much.
2: And, of course, we love all episodes that we've ever done. All, all 199.
1: 199 because this is 200.
2: We love all 199 episodes that we've ever done, and I'm just going to say it now. We love all the future ones that we are going to do. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Very
1: nice. What a segue. Very nice.
2: Including today's episode with Ryan Cabrera. Sing it, Grace.
1: On the way down, (laughs) I saw you, and you saved me from myself. Mm.
2: Ryan is, of course, a singer, an amazing songwriter. His first album came out in 2004, and we are so excited that he's here to talk all about how he got started, up to what he's doing now.
1: He's he's also about to be a new dad. We
2: we talked a bit about because we're moms. We get
1: that because we are (laughs) (laughs) mums. No we we lo- really really love Ryan Cabrera. He's just one of those names that screams 2000s right when you hear it mm-hmm. and We had so much fun talking to him. You know, we always do this. We always get on a high and we're about to tell you all about the episode, but we're going to stop because we want to give you the opportunity to listen to the episode. So we're just going to say, here it comes. It's (laughs) the new
2: us in episode 200.
1: (laughs) Episode 200. We just, we are actually listening to what we should be listening to and not doing things. So without
2: further ado, here he is, Ryan Cabrera. hello hey how's it going
1: oh, hey God. nice to uh, meet
2: you guys yeah, nice, yeah to meet you. nice to
1: meet you too thank you so much for taking the time and do, and talking with us today
2: we do want to tell you this is actually our 200th episode so we're very excited that you're here for it oh <laughs> nice congrats heck yeah
1: yeah i know we're, we both were like 200 is that real but it
0: that's, is that's
2: uh, <laughs> wow, not do i don't remember uh, how long ago we started about four years ago, but honestly, yeah. like whenever we first started, it was just me and Grace recording on mics sitting in our car because it was the best sound we could get. <laughs> and then oh, nice. once COVID hit, that's whenever. Hey, look
0: how right now. It's <laughs> look backgrounds. at us now. <laughs>
1: Glory backgrounds. <laughs> Who knows where way. we are? We could be just anywhere. The old car days,
2: <laughs> and then Zoom was a game changer for us. Once people could just yeah. jump online and record, it made it so much easier than trying to convince someone else to just sit in our car with us. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that
1: re- re- didn't go pretty well. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah our podcast is called back to the best we're nostalgic all about the 90s early 2000s which you have some of the best songs the best. from that time period the
1: best
0: we were literally just having i was i'm in a group text with my wife and a couple other friends and they're like they're literally they sent a picture which you won't be able to see because it's blurry background but it's like tv you see oh no it was. Uh, pop, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a picture from 14 years ago today that my buddy just sent our group that and then my wife <sighs> oh my god god i miss the 2000s fashion <laughs> the right oh, i
2: feel like it's kind
0: the of making right a comeback
1: it is that's all
0: i mean yeah or was it ever gone it's just that's true you know,
2: it's just always been lingering yeah. it oh really god, it really so was
0: a great time period for so many different things it was also a, a a terrible time period for a lot of fashion as well but yeah, <laughs> still
1: mm-hmm. yeah so those trends we can do those without. We
0: wore that we're like how did we do that yeah what were oh we even god. thinking
1: but it made yeah. so much sense at the time. <laughs>
2: 100%. We didn't think. You just did. Yeah. One thing we always love to start off and ask all of our guests are just, how did you get started in this industry? I kind of got thrown into it. My brother, uh, he got a drum set for like
0: Christmas or something. And he started playing drums and then his buddy would come over and start playing guitar. And then he was like, well, we need a singer. So that's going to be you. I'm like, well, I don't sing. He's like, you do now, and I'm older. I'm older, years older than you, and I can fuck. I can whoop mm-hmm. your butt.
1: So.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you, are you guys? Are you allowed to cuss on this? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh you're yeah, you're fine. Because <laughs> I normally don't talk. Like he could whip my butts, but yeah. No, <laughs> so if, um, so you're the singer now, and, and it was pretty bad. Um, I'll admit it was pretty awful, but you know, then just got to work and work and work, and then um. Joe Simpson, who was Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson's dad, uh-huh. saw me play uh this acoustic showcase of the hard rock in Dallas, and then was like, All right, well, you're gonna move to LA and with me and my family, and I'm gonna make you a star, kid. And I was like, Good deal. Wow. I'm in. Yeah. So like two days later, you know, he got me a flight. I was packed a bag and my flippy floppies, and I was on my way to LA and I moved in with the family and started, uh, started writing songs. I mean, it was, it was a long period between obviously from when I started to when that happened, just from like, I was playing every gig under the sun. I was in a couple different bands and, you know, playing for nobody in bars and uh, gigging every weekend, going to school during the week and then playing at nights and stuff. And then uh, kind of the, the start to a break was when Joe, you know, kind of took me under his wing and and then, uh, then it kind of started from there. Talk about the right person being there at the right time. Oh, my gosh. It was incredible. I went, you know, just from living in this, you know, little apartment with a couple of my buddies, uh, you know, not going to class at UTD to, you
2: know, going to after parties for the VMAs and just like being in awe of what was happening. Because is that when Jessica was like huge with her career? Oh, yeah.
0: She was. She was uh, for music wise. Yeah, she was. It was, you know, right after, you know, Brittany and Christina and then Jessica mm. was coming out with, um, or she had her, her big, huge singles. And then at that time, she was in the writing process. It was like right before she was writing, um, what was about to be like, you know, one of her biggest songs with you and then, mm. um, some of the other stuff that, that went on to be huge. And then I got to tour with her. So that was fun. Wow. That was like my first, um, huge opening. Like, well, Jewel was my first first one Uh, and then after that was just like the amphitheaters and stuff like that so it was it was a wild time and i was you know nobody i didn't have any hit songs yet or anything and uh but you know he believed in me and then you know he started uh uh taking me to different record labels and i would go into the labels the old school way with an acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. yeah just (laughs) behind a desk which now would be considered ridiculous but you're gonna come into the office and sing for me yeah I see your numbers. We're good. I see your numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Do you
1: miss that? Do you miss how it used to be kind of being able to go in person and just maybe have your guitar and just have it be authentic? Of
0: course. Absolutely. So that's the, 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 the the real way to do it, you know, not, not nothing against, you know, the technology now and like how easy it is to just, you know, do stuff like this, Mm. but you know, it can't, it can't ever replace being in person, seeing sure. something live. You know, it's, I mean, I love watching, you know, a concert on YouTube or on DVD or whatever DVD or on <laughs> iTunes. Or not, but yeah, it's like being there or it's not watching. it still, so, still can be great. But yeah, there's a there's a presence too about people that I think that you can't really convey through a screen. That uh, like when they're in the room. <laughs> Um, but you know the, the, the music business is different. Uh, you know a lot of labels now are they're looking for what are your what are your social media numbers? What are your you know plays already? Like they they need you to already have two million people listening to your stuff before they'll even consider uh, seeing you know. So being back then you kind of had more of an opportunity if you weren't somebody who was very social media savvy or, um, you know, what you do doesn't really resonate uh, or translate, you know, to somebody online, you know, So, so there's, there's people that I go, I'll go watch them or I'll walk into a bar and they're insane. I'm like that, that guy could be the next blah, 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 you know, but he doesn't have any numbers, so no one's even gonna give him a chance. Which is that's the sad part to me. About that me. is because yeah. social
2: media isn't everybody's thing, so that sucks that it does have no, such a. I mean, I'm they rely I'm, on it. I'm
0: terrible, terrible. I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, like I just you know I love writing songs, I love making albums, I love you know, you know, being ridiculous. But then when people kind of tell you like, okay, but you gotta get on socials more, and you gotta do that, and it's like i get it but mm. you know i'd rather be where i'm at in that you know
2: in that in, in, my, in my day you know yeah mm-hmm. but i'm
0: i'm weird like that
2: i also feel like you can tell though whenever someone's like making a song just to hopefully get a TikTok trend out of it versus writing a song because oh, yeah. it's something you're you passionate yeah, you about
0: yeah you can't try to do that anytime you try it's like <laughs> that's like you know when people when you're in a session and they're like Comparing whatever they're doing, like okay, I want it to sound like this, and they play something that's currently on the radio. I'm like, well, here's the thing: by the time this song comes out, that sound is gonna be three months ago, you know. So you Mm -hmm. really try to, you know, write for the the trend of today because by tomorrow it's gonna be something different. So you just gotta be real with, or at least try to. I mean, maybe some people get away with it, but that sounds so
1: difficult. I mean, I just imagine. I try to imagine, I guess, being used to a way of like, oh, thinking of a song or liking a sound. But then you're what you're saying is exactly right now. It's so fast. Something comes and goes. It's popular. Then it's not. And trying to keep up with that has got to be exhausting when you have such a passion for something and you're just trying to do what you like and play music that you like. And then all of a sudden it's not it's not trendy anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. It's a uh, very, very fickle fickle business, <laughs> but you know, luckily I think because we toured so much like in the early days and uh, really, really uh, were out there, uh, it led to us being sustainably be able to continue touring um, mm-hmm. even to this day. Next year will be 20 year anniversary of Take It All Away, which is my first wow. album in 2004. So next year will be fun to, you know, play a lot of the older songs. I mean, we still play at our concerts um, a lot of the older stuff, but, you know, maybe whip out some of the stuff that we normally wouldn't do for the 20 year anniversary. Oh, yeah. We love that album, by the way.
1: It's so great. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. There's definitely a sound, you know, with those albums that were coming out at that time, that the second you hear those songs again, you're like, that makes me feel something of where I was at that point. Um, and you kind of remember like what, 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 like we're, we're like, you were at your life, like, were you, were you in high school or were you in whatever, whatever that was, there's just something that the second you hear a certain sound, um, mm-hmm. transports you to a, a, a feeling that mm-hmm. you just can't replay.
1: Oh yeah. That's one of the amazing things about music is it can just capture a memory or like you said, a time in your life. And it takes you right back there when you're recording songs. Do you ever have a gut instinct or anything that you think this one might land with people, or you think this might be a good single, or do you just kind of record the album and then see how it lands with people? Or do you ever feel like th- this one's going to be? Do.
0: You, you do think you do, but you're never right. Well, it mean, <laughs> seems to be like the ones that you think in your head are like, Oh my God, this is, this is going to be huge, whatever. And then something else ends up being, you know, it so uh, um, I remember in the beginning, like I, I wanted now who knows what would happen either way, but I, I, I loved this song true. And I mm-hmm. wanted that to be the first single, but I, you know, that, that was when I was really young and I thought I knew everything already without even being in the music business. Um, but obviously they were right, you know, cause they were like, no, we got to cut off on the way down. That'll you know be the first thing that'll lead up. And then we hit them with true the ballad acoustic kind of thing. Um, so that was cause I, at that time I didn't really know on the way down, was going to be, you know, as big as it was. Yeah. Um, and then there's been other songs that I thought were going to be, you know, big that, you know, didn't really didn't really hit as much. Um, so you never know.
2: It's hard. It's like impossible to say,
0: yeah, this is
2: definitely it, you know. Sure. What was your life like then whenever On The Way Down came out and just blew up? It was everywhere.
0: We were busy. That was also, <laughs> you know, kind of like different. We were there was so much like radio promo tours mm. that you're literally at you're in three different cities every single day for like three months straight. So that was, that was the first like shocking thing to get used to was getting up 4am doing the morning show, getting either in a car or a plane to another city doing, you know, a midday show popping off to another local station, doing an afternoon show and then hitting like the night shift. So that was just nonstop and you never really had a second to to think really. Yeah, um, And then when we would get back, uh, it, it was, uh, it was party time okay. <laughs> as it should Thank be. God. Yeah. Yeah. We had I got my first house and had, uh, my guitar player, my keyboard player, and then my soon to be tour manager all live with me. So it was four of us, you know, our first, you know, you know, nice house in Los Angeles Hills. And <sighs> so when we got back, it was just mayhem at that point. So it was, yeah. it was pretty wild.
1: It's like, where do you go from there? you're like this hit single you got your house your tour like all of this stuff's happening it must make you feel that way like what's next
0: then i i didn't really think think about it really you're just kind of here you're, you're too busy to even think In and having fun mm-hmm. to even worried about next but then we had a short little stint of like I think we called it the summer of love. It was just like a summer where I had like three months off and oh. we just had a blast, you know, throwing parties, having people over like hanging out. And then at that point I got my own TV show on MTV called score. And so when that green lit, it was back to back to work. And they're like, okay, now you got to write a second album. I was like, I haven't even got to enjoy <laughs> your like yeah. fully my first album yet. And you guys already want me to write a second album. So that's why like uh, the used hand watching album came out so quickly after take it all away it was mm-hmm. i don't even know you're not i know it wasn't two years but maybe a year later because of that tv show wow. so i was like dang you. Like, you have to write a new album because you're gonna perform a new song at the end of every episode no so pressure I was like, all right, well
1: yeah right like how do you, do you find Part, that parties write
0: a new album and get back in the studio
1: yeah like how long would you say it takes you is there even something you can even say like how long does it take to write an album that seems so um, difficult
0: wrote it really quick, probably like three months
1: wow um, and then
0: rec- produced it in my house um i mean we retracted all this stuff in the studio and then we did all the i did all the production and everything in my house so it was uh it was it was quick and then next thing you know we're filming you know a couple months straight every day for maybe like at 16 hours a day of filming for score, and we would wow. shoot like two or three episodes a day. Uh, so at that point, there was no time to do anything. You would, we would, yeah. would, we'd work all day, you know, the band, and then we'd get back to the house, sleep for like four hours, and then head back over to the do it again. To the place to, to Moria. Yeah. Wow,
1: no, no free time. <laughs> My yeah, gosh. it was
0: crazy. It was, you know what, what was nuts about that show is I, I really think score, like, now with like where the world is would actually have been you know way way bigger head then it was on every day after uh, TRL um but it was such like a new like music tv shows like that like uh dating shows like weren't really uh out yet so but I think now like if we revisited that concept of the show which was me and two people would get in a room we'd write songs together um for whoever they wanted to go on a date with so there'd be like uh, let's say a girl. And she would describe herself, uh, you know, herself in the video and tell us all about herself. And then me and the two contestants would go in a room, write a song, my band would learn it. And then they'd perform it um, for the girl who was behind a wall. <laughs> so she didn't see the artist or the guys. Uh-huh. So she had to, if she wanted to go on a date with based on which song she liked better, whichever song kind of hit her uh, more. Um, and then she would, you know, go on a day after that, but yeah, it was, it was a fun idea. Cause you got to kind of watch like the songwriting process of like how we wrote songs and stuff. And then you got the performance aspect and a lot of the songs were, uh, were actually really good. Uh, that <laughs> could, you know, it, there wasn't, I don't think there was iTunes back then. So like if it was, that was around, you know, the song would go directly to iTunes and yeah. the artist yeah. could sell their songs. And, um, but you know, a couple of people went on to, do some things uh one of the guys ended up going on to be on that show glee and then oh, yeah. uh, one of the couple influencer people and then uh one of the girl contestants wrote uh, if i were a boy for beyonce oh, so it led to some beyonce. really really cool uh cool opportunities and
2: stuff but i wish that show was around now i think it would, yeah. it would do really well oh yeah i think it
1: would too like it's a great concept bring it back bring it back they should right. just
2: bring back that entire <laughs> mtv after school like, day, right? like oh next room raiders to,
0: impossible to recreate i know they tried to do tRL again and it just wasn't it's the work. same it's just, yeah different different time um but yeah. I, I know like you would because like i know when we do our pop 2000 tour you mentioned you mentioned those three letters and, and people pop they go crazy like TRL, yeah love it Oh my
1: God, it's so true. It's like we notice it even with things on our like social media because everything's nostalgic, everything that we follow, everything that pops up for us. And it makes it brings back that memory for people. Like people go nuts over nostalgic stuff.
2: That was so good.
1: It was a time.
2: (laughs) You seem to be like us, like a very nostalgic person. What were some of your favorite other artists or other music that you would listen to?
0: Um, At that time, I mean, I was listening to, you know, pop, you know, like John Mayer. And um, that time, like, you know, we were all kind of coming around around the same time. So like Howie Day, Gavin DeGraw, Mm -hmm. um, within my genre that time, like um, Maroon 5, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh that Songs for Jane album was like one of my favorite albums. I'd play that from front yeah. to back.
2: Um obviously anything in sync, duh <laughs> duh. Was it your wedding that some of the in sync members and you performed? Was that your yeah. wedding reception? I loved that video. I can't it remember was, where I yeah. saw that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Once you got them up there, they, they wouldn't get off. <laughs> that <was fun. laughs> Not that we wanted them to, but it was just such a fun, fun event. Chris got oh up there he's like, all right, boys, let's do this. And then, of course, oh, I had to get up there because she's a huge fan. So she was dancing oh, all the time. Yeah.
2: She learned from Darren's dance grooves. So she knows what's Darren's up. Darren's dance. Oh, my God. Oh, my I, that God. name just took me back.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is so fun. She,
0: she knew the moves more than like Joey did. Joey's like, <laughs> look at my wife. Like, how do you know this better than I do?
2: <laughs> she's prepared her <laughs> whole life for that moment.
1: Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> she's teaching in sync oh my god that's iconic
2: (laughs) your your wedding looked beautiful by the way in your music video thank you yeah it was so fun it was such a special
0: special weekend just in general we try to re not recreate you know um what we did there but we do try to like the the vibe and the love that was um you know that was there for that day like we try to bring we're gonna try to bring that back every anniversary so like this last year we did a 90s, 2000s prom where everybody from the wedding was invited and um, we had a bunch of performances at that one, too. So we we look forward to our anniversary now every year because just just getting that group back together. Uh, oh, it's yeah. Just something magical.
1: Oh, I love that idea because weddings go by like that. You need more mm-hmm. of them. I that. know. They're so too quick. fast.
0: Everyone's like, you do it. We, we miss the wedding. We miss that vibe. We're like, well, every year anniversary, <laughs> you know, you <we'll> <laughs> are. Well, like we have our own, like me and her, you know, kind of anniversary thing. But for the celebration of, of uh, the day, we would try to get everybody back together
2: and do something weird mm-hmm. and fun and different.
0: Oh, that's oh, such that. a fun
2: idea. Mm-hmm. Also, who wouldn't want to recreate their prom? Did you go to prom? Your own I didn't prom? go to
0: prom. So that was kind of, uh, you know. Part of the reason we wanted to do it as well is um uh, i i had a gig that when everyone else was going to prom well one i was i didn't have a date because you know i went to all boys all guys catholic school and oh, right. i wasn't really good with the ladies if you know what i mean
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: first school so i was like well i have a gig anyway so i didn't get to go right. but, but this I'll- prom definitely right. We oh. had the stretch white limo and and like the old school 90s 2000 tuxes and stuff too. So it was dope. Oh, that's, oh, so that's fun. the
1: best. Oh my god, not a stretch yeah, limo, was it like a Hummer limo. Didn't people have those? Like the Hummer ones.
0: No, uh it wasn't a Hummer, I wish. It was like it was old. <laughs> Big white one, you know.
2: Oh, that's yeah. great.
0: <laughs> um yeah. fun.
2: another like nostalgic thing you and your wife did. We loved your pregnancy announcement so much where you recreated the friend scene. Oh.
1: Uh, uh, whose yeah. idea well, that was, that yeah was, where did that the idea come from
0: that okay well one we both love Friends like we're that's one of our favorite TV shows of all time but two like the way it went down when she told me she was pregnant was pretty much exactly like how you know Ross and Rachel's went down where I was just confused because I'm like this doesn't make sense like you know we use condoms and she's like well they don't work all the time I'm like what <laughs> like what do you mean so, yeah that whole moment and then like so at that point we're like wait that should be our announcement is just recreating that scene. And we have a buddy who's just an amazing director that films a, a lot of our stuff. So he was like, dude, I'll film that. And we like went and got the outfits, tried to do it as close to the original, but it was, it was, it was fun, man.
1: Oh my God. It was amazing. Like they did it. Everyone did a great job. It was so yeah, close to it. it.
0: Like we made everybody think that they were coming over to celebrate, um, the the new single like v- video music uh, prescription review and, and like mm. signing a new deal and like um so they're like oh i can't wait to see the video for prescription of you like it's gonna be so fun everyone's <laughs> getting a- <laughs> so we kind of had the little teaser of like what was going to be you know could be a, a video for prescription of you and then it flipped into that so they everyone's just confused all <laughs> like wait i
2: thought
0: what the hell is that right
2: yeah, oh, my great. God, I love
1: it. It sounds like it, you guys nailed it.
2: Speaking of Prescription of You, yeah. we love the new song. Oh,
1: well, thank you. Love it.
0: How
2: doing music now, obviously, ha- like we've already talked about, has to be so different from 2004, whenever you first were starting with your first album. How different is it for you, though, to be recording now in 2023 and you have a new record label that you're on?
0: Yeah, you know, it's um not other than, you know, kind of the process of, you know, recording you know kind of advancing a lot like other like the way we write is pretty much the same but obviously you know you try you're trying to do new stuff and you know think outside of the box when you're making new music so this this record and like the new music is kind of definitely a different sound than anything I do but or anything I've done but at the same time like it's still my voice. It's still me Mm -hmm. writing songs. So, um, you, you kind of have a certain way that you tend to write, but, um, when it comes to like the production and, um, you know, the vibe of the song, we wanted it to be, you know, something that I've never done before. So we wanted it to be like that song where people hear it and they're like, Oh, that's, that's you. Like Frank Cabrera, you know, and also, um, kind of appeal towards, you know, a newer audience as well. Maybe people who know the older stuff that just thinks you know it's like oh this is just a dope song um mm-hmm. so it's uh it's a it's a it's uh it's, it's a it's a new vibe you know it's the first time mm-hmm. i've ever sang a, a pretty much the entire song in falsetto um <laughs> so that for me was new and uh it's like one of our favorite songs now to perform live we just started performing it like about a month ago and uh now me and my drummer are like dude We can't wait to get to that. So, I mean, we love performing all the songs, of course, but like, you just for some reason is so fun. And um, it's one of those songs that we're playing it, and a lot of people don't know it, obviously, but um, they're by the second chorus, they're already getting down with it. So, we're like, okay, that's a good sign. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, it's like an instant gratification, instant reaction that it's working.
0: That's what we're hoping for. So, Yeah. yeah, we appreciate it.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it sounds like an awesome chance to even reinvent yourself a little bit, like you said, because sometimes yeah, you're always
0: trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like when artists have a song that stands out in your mind, when you think of them, you kind of think that's how they're going to sound with everything that they make. So it's nice. I love it when artists mix it up and they try something new and you're like, you said, you're like, wait, what is that right? Like you just yeah. don't even realize. And then it is you and it's just a different sound.
0: Yeah and that's what we're trying to do you know for the the new EP and like all the well, EPs to come um because we have we wrote a lot of songs so we have a lot a lot of stuff to put out but uh we want every every song to be different and have its own you know identity and obviously like prescription view from that from worth it you know which is the wedding song which is a little bit more like old school like just acoustic guitar vocals really what that one was about to go to prescription view is such a departure
1: mm-hmm. that
0: you're like, Oh, damn, okay. I didn't <laughs> see that coming. And that's what you kind of want to do with like all the new music is just take it into different lanes and places and have a little something for, for everybody.
2: How hard is it whenever you're like, you said, you recorded a bunch of songs. How hard is it then to pick and choose which ones actually make the EP? Are there a bunch that you record <laughs> that never make it? Never see I the know, light of day.
0: Cool yeah, it's so hard because everybody's going to have a different opinion. Um, the, the the person i think i trust the most is my wife so when i play stuff for her mm-hmm. um then she's like love this love this she'll, and then there's stuff that she's not feeling she'll be like yeah i don't know yeah i don't know if i like that and i'm like all right well, tell me how you really feel yeah that's what I, <laughs> I feel
1: like i loved that one <laughs>
0: that's what you want you need <laughs> that so, yeah. and I, and she has a great ear for you know what, what she loves is is all like the music that i love too and, and she introduces me to a lot of new music and different stuff so uh, I trust her ear the most.
1: That's perfect, though, because you always you want it's like, yeah. especially your partner in life to give you that real reaction, what they think she's supporting yeah. you no matter what. But it's also like, hey, yeah, but I need means, her to tell me when it's not yeah, that great. This so that is me, the yeah, one.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. but, I mean, that's like the my honesty. goal now. If I
0: write songs is to just impress her really is what I'm Aww. trying to do. And then, if I can impress her, then, you know, maybe that means uh, it'll uh, be something that everybody likes.
1: So she loved prescription of you, I'm guessing.
0: Oh yeah. And not even just because of about it her. <laughs> I'm sure
2: that helped a little She's bit. She's like,
1: well, I also love this one That's for that reason. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's a perk. And then we wanted to ask off of the music topic. We saw online that you're a big, Big Brother fan. Do you still watch it? Do So right now we got sucked into this one show
0: that it's kept me from um, watching the new Big Brother stuff, but I will get back into it eventually. But yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's a good thing, and also too, like I, I get really uh, because of obviously what's happened with how TV works now is that if I can't watch the next episode, it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. So I try to things that have a lot. So obviously Big Brother, that'll that's like you can binge, and usually my oh, yeah. wife falls asleep way before me, and she's <laughs> not um, she likes it, but isn't wasn't as into it as I am. Yeah. So like it'll be one that when she falls asleep early. And then I got the next like three or four hours to just binge. Well, oh, the yeah. good thing about that show right now is we're binging this show called Welcome to Plathville. And uh, that's, oh. that, that, it's got us it sucked in.
1: Wait, have we heard of that one, David? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's Do on we TLC, need
0: Yeah. I want to say it's about, I think uh, this like family, this family that has like 10, 10 kids who kind of were sheltered their whole life. And then now are getting to like, they've grown up a little bit. So one's like 18, 19, 20 or something. And they're, you're like following their life, like after being secluded and from the world, and they're just like learning about what anything is. I was like, oh. they're you know, you know, tasting alcohol for the first time. They just found out who In Sync was, you know, like those kind uh-huh. of things. So it's like, yeah, you know, oh, that's like,
1: fascinating, like,
0: oh, that's crazy, but it's cool to see them like break away from, you know, this one track life that they kind of were supposed told that they needed to be on, and like yeah. finding themselves in their own voice and one like moved to LA now. So I'm like, Oh, I remember what it was like. When I was <laughs> it's hilarious to relive like what you're going through right now. It's yeah. yeah. I'm going to check has, that one out. Anyway, it's has, good. Yeah. I guess you sucked in. Once you start, it's hard to stop.
1: Oh my God. All of them, every show. Yep. Um, and has like being on TV has, does that change the way you watch shows?
0: Like reality yeah, shows. Yeah. Because it kind of it ruins that it, You know how they work and um yeah. You know, but I tried to not think that way because it's just like you know, if you're a movie director, you're it's hard to watch a movie without trying to pick it apart. But like this part could have done that. This part, I know what they did there. Um, yeah. But obviously, with, with some reality shows and knowing what they've turned into, mm-hmm. um yeah, it's, you you see it a little different. Some of them, like yeah, I mean, I I won't say too much because I don't want to root stuff for other people too. But <laughs> sure. I'll say, when me and Ashley did the Ashley Simpson show, like that was literally just cameras following us around and whatever happened happened like we didn't have you know um beats you know we didn't have things that we had to hit or like a storyline of where things were gonna go like mm-hmm. that was just me and Ashley doing whatever happened and it was all you know which what happened to her was all real stuff that was happening in her life and what happened with me was all real stuff that was actually happening in real time. Um yeah. with us but now it's changed a little bit and yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, it is what
2: it is, definitely.
1: Oh, yeah, no, we David and I used to be tour guides at Warner Brothers and we would just ruin everyone's day because we would show them <laughs> behind the scenes of every show and they'd be like, upset. No. They didn't want to know <laughs> oh, magic, like, yeah, they wanted to know, but then they regretted it and they were like, yeah. I don't, I wish you didn't tell me this. And we're like, I oh know, my God, <laughs> we felt so okay. bad, like,
0: yeah, with like the Hill stuff, <laughs> like,
1: wait that didn't
0: happen, really happen, whatever, you know, certain stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, listen, me and Audrita dated in real life, but like what was happening on the show was stuff that they would, you know, we'd film it like two different ways and then they would just have their way with it. And then there was <laughs> yeah. stuff that like, stuff that like I, I didn't even say apparently I never watched a show, but I've, people have showed me stuff or, mm-hmm. you know, asked about certain things. I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> like, I didn't
2: know, <laughs> was I, I there?
0: Know, I didn't know which way they went with it, and they would try to trap you and catch you doing things when they, like, I remember seeing a camera in a bush once. And I'm like, wait, Uh-oh. I guess was, I wasn't supposed to be, you know, filming or there or something, I guess, whatever. I'm like, they're trying to trap me into saying something about <sighs> things about somebody, and then they're going to use it. I was like, that's some messed up shit. Oh, I'd be
1: it really so is, paranoid, isn't it? I yeah. know. Like, I was trying
0: to be supportive and just be there, you know, just for, you know, the, for audrina at the time yeah but i'm like yeah. You know, i was like the, people have to know this is bullshit and like i'm gonna oh. say something because i don't i don't really care you know yeah
1: yeah oh it sucks doesn't it god it's it fun. sucks
0: no, really i mean it's, <laughs> like for me like i don't really give it crap you know i, yeah. I know what's going on in my life so if yeah. somebody something or whatever that's the story like, it's all entertainment at the end of the day yeah it's a show yeah. Think of it as, yeah, it's just an entertainment show. Like whether somebody thinks this happened or not, like I, what the hell do I care? I, my, yeah. I care about <laughs> <laughs> my friends, my family, not like what somebody at home thinks happened.
1: And that's a good, that sounds like a good mindset to have when you're in the middle of that. I can imagine.
2: I mean, you you have to, because yeah. Like, back to your music though. Can you tell us anything about any songs coming up or any release dates for anything else?
0: Um, I know it's gonna be next year just because you know, right now we're we're really focused on prescription view, and that's gonna take a bit also because a little preoccupied with a little baby yeah. on the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we're still we're still doing what we can, but I think this song um could potentially hopefully like we find a like maybe some sort of sync for it or like you know because it, it it seems like it could be like a good commercial or something like that and usually when something like that happens then it kind of picks up and gets some traction so i think the goal is to just kind of continue working prescription view and then get on the road next year uh and tour again and get to play a lot of these new songs and then um you know but the the good news is it's we can just throw stuff online you know and still you know work you know prescription view as you know single and um but just give keep giving people keep dropping little uh little nuggets of songs along the way and just keep putting out new stuff new
2: stuff new stuff because i got plenty of it to come so it's exciting oh we can't wait it's
1: awesome we can't wait
2: are you going to continue on the pop 2k tour or is that tour done we are, yeah. That
0: continues next year, yeah. Oh, great! Oh yeah, I already we have, to have to go to, go to, go to one of those. Some, uh, yes. yes. The dates start. We start in like June, I believe. But you know, dates are popping up all the time, so it'll yeah. be uh, it'll be fun to to do some old stuff, and then I'll probably maybe probably do like some uh, special, like just twenty year anniversary, take it all away stuff as well.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, just for
1: fun. We can't wait, but of course, like take all your time with your new baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I oh, I
2: Thank you so much again for taking the time oh, yes. chatting with Thank us. You. Thank
1: you for having me.
2: Thank you. Bye.
1: Thank you. Bye.
2: If anybody's wondering, the fame from this past week. Immediately went to both of our heads where we were texting each other, like, Be careful whenever you leave the apartment today. <laughs> Grace is waving right yes, now. Yes, hi. You're sitting hi. inside. Who are you waving to?
1: Hi, I see you. It's me. Hi. There's just people outside. They're well, just like, You don't hear anybody warming this. They're quiet people. <laughs> they're just very, they're just like very well, you know what? That makes sense fans. because um
2: our fans are listeners.
1: Listeners. They're really
2: aren't... good listeners.
1: They're really good listeners. So what do they do? Listen. 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 Mm-hmm. That, was um, beautiful. that was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, thank you.
2: A lot of times we cover news in the beginning of the episode. One thing I don't think we've talked about is the Mean Girls reunion for Walmart for Black Friday. Two of our favorite no, things, haven't. Black Friday and Mean Black Girls. Friday.
1: <laughs> Black Friday stresses me out to be – you're a Black Friday shopper, right? I am, but I feel like it's
2: changed because like everything, like I was at Target the other day, they're already doing all the sales. But then I'm also yeah. like, are they tricking me? Are they trying to make me think that this is the lowest price and then it's going to go lower mm-hmm. on Friday?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. My email is flooded with anything I'm subscribed to with a Black Friday sale. It's been going on all week and I'm really confused because it it's not like Black Fridays or Black multiple days of the week Fridays. It's mm-hmm. one day. But it's not Black Friday; it's a Tuesday.
2: I saw that retro avocado who we had on a while back on the podcast. She posted a thing, and it was just like, because she was, I just such a nostalgic person, like mm. us, like our friend Ryan, um, <laughs> our
1: BFF Ryan. <laughs> Nice.
2: But she posted, I think, on Instagram, and it was like, can we please get back to the way we were when we would all collectively wake up at 4 a.m. on Friday <laughs> and wait in line, bundled up outside of Target until those doors open?
1: Weren't there – didn't people – haven't people, like, died on Black That's Friday? What, and then she, Isn't posted, that a thing? she
2: posted pictures of people, like, fighting over an Xbox or a PlayStation or a TV.
1: You know what it always makes me think of? Hmm. Like – um. The Turbo Man, when they were going to buy jingle the Turbo the Man and Jingle All the Way. And they are the doors open and they are trampling over each other, grown adults <laughs> to get the Turbo Man. And that always makes me think of Black Friday shopping. It's yeah, just, it's really
2: not the same anymore.
1: It's really not the same. I mean the internet. Cause now there's like isn't there's like all these cyber deals and yeah. seriously, everything's been on sale for Black Friday this whole week. Which like, we're not mad about. We love a sale.
2: Should should we just go ahead and get up at 4 a.m. on Friday and just like go stand outside? We're the only ones there.
1: <laughs> we're like, oh, we must be first in line. Oh, my God. <laughs> we miss everybody. And then our fans pop out and they're like, David and Grace are here. Oh, are da- you ga- were you guys the ones know. from People
2: Magazine? Uh, <laughs> the best like, part yes. of this. Is that we keep talking about our fame and none of these articles, does it say either of our name or show nope. our faces?
1: Not once, but does that, <laughs> are we going to take it and run with it anyway?
2: Yes. Yes. And again, a huge thank you to everybody who's new and everybody who was returning for joining us this week. Oh. And a huge thank you to Ryan Cabrera for joining us this week. We Guys,
1: hope- it's Ryan Cabrera. Ryan Cabrera. On the way down. He saw us.
2: Now I, I also feel, I like I, you. <laughs> I feel like I have to go watch The Hills now.
1: Oh my God. I actually have, I have one of the seasons on DVD, so I we can watch that. But I think it's, is it on a streaming service? I'm just swearing. It's swear got to it be on
2: the MTV app.
1: Yeah. Because which one do I have? I think I might have the first season. Either way, we've got to go back and watch it.
2: Um, also, I feel justified because I loved The Ashley Simpson Show. And now that we know that that was all real.
1: I know. I feel like
2: little twelve-year-old me just knew.
1: <laughs> you're saying you had a lot of confidence in that when you just said it. Really,
2: just sensed back then that Ashley mm-hmm. was telling the truth.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone around you was like, "It's fake," and you're like, "It's not. It's
2: real. I know it's real." Oh, I knew it was real from that episode with mm-hmm. SNL. Whenever Tell they them. had all the behind-the-scenes of that time, whenever she mm-hmm. like lost her voice and had to lip-sync.
1: Oh my god, we all remember that.
2: How could we forget?
1: That was quite a day in Ashley's I'm career. I'm still
2: mad at the world for failing her.
1: I know. Can we get Ashley Simpson on? God. We need to hear her side of the story.
2: I mean, she's okay. told it several times. but
1: <laughs> <laughs> We we just need to hear from Ashley herself. Someone's like, she said it right here. She yeah, said she it said years ago. She said it here. Ago. She did this mm-hmm. interview.
2: She did a reality show.
1: Anyway, anyway, everybody stay tuned for our exclusive. <laughs> Wait, interview no, 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 no. Simpson, This is not happening. Where she this is not true. breaks it we to are, us. We are
2: public figures now. We cannot lie to the world. Oh my god, you're right. I'm sorry. It
1: lie, we just embellish.
2: Manifest, if you will.
1: Manifest, if you will. Jennifer Aniston has that clip on Ellen about manifesting. Anyway, we're getting side. Anyway,
2: thank you to Ryan. <laughs> thank you to everybody. And if you're not already. Go give Ryan a follow. He's on Instagram at Ryan Cabrera. And then stop whatever you're doing. Go listen to his new song, Prescription of You. It is so good. We're not just saying that. It is such a good song. It's so catchy. It's so fun. I'm dying to see it live now after he was talking about that.
1: Oh, my God. We've got to see it live. We've got to go somehow. We've got to be there.
2: And then after you're done listening to the song, open up Instagram again. You're going to mm-hmm. give us a follow now. Thank you so much in advance.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank we, you, thank are,
2: you. <laughs> we are on Instagram and Twitter at BTTB podcast. Facebook and TikTok at Back to the Best, youtube.com slash back to the best if you want to see some video clips of us talking with Ryan and of course our website, com.
1: Yes, and just one more big, big, big thank you for anybody who has showed us the support, especially over these last couple of days. It has been so amazing. We are overwhelmed in the best way. Thank you for the support on People Magazine's article. Oh, yes. Thank you. Entertainment Weekly's thank article. Thank you so much. OK Magazine. Thank okay, wow, OK. Thank you. Thank OK. You, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Big, thank you. Okay. Wow. Thank you.
2: And oh, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I was taking a breath. I kind of lost my air. Oh,
2: so I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off mid-breath. But um, that's OK. Just again, thank you all for listening. And um, yes. make sure, as always, as that you, always, that you tune in next week where we are going to keep taking you back to the best. goodbye everybody
1: goodbye.
2: we need that oh. we need that music again that
1: do, 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 oh yeah beep beep do, beep, do, do, beep beep boop beep, boop beep, beep beep yeah